Is your local business missing that little extra oomph? What if I told you your message could reach thousands of sports fans all across the Columbus area, including the ones that listen to this station? Partner up with Ignite Sports and the Columbus River Dragons for the 2022-23 season and watch your big idea become the next big thing in Columbus. For partnership details and to speak to a representative, call 706-507-4625. That's 706-507-4625. You love and support your local sports teams. Now let your local sports teams support you. Partner with the River Dragons this hockey season and welcome to another episode of two minutes for roughing i am the minor league rando glad to be hosting another episode back with my co-host this week mark the prospector uh man i know that you kept complaining to me i i'm so mad i missed the scott brand interview uh which was a great interview by the way go back and listen to it uh please it's amazing interview and i'm so glad we got a chance to talk to him uh me and chris uh which uh go check out chris by the way if you didn't listen to last week's episode go 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 listen to it it's just an overall great episode i was glad to have him on but mark is back and uh we have uh, quite a few topics to talk about so uh i know uh you're back you're you're happy mark uh i know you you were very upset about not getting to talk to scott yeah, don't worry, everybody. I'm back. I'm back from capitalism. Oh, you're just mad you have a job, and, and your job was well, meaningful. Well, to be you. fair, be fair. I was kind of mad that, like, of course, like I could not find time last week to like record the show in a meaningful time because I was just like, well, my schedule really just decided. Nope, not this week, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Seriously, though, like, go back and listen to that Scott interview. It's, a, it's like, really it was, insightful. and It really was, actually. It was great. I've never gotten to talk to, like, interview Scott for, like, that long of a period. So it, it kind of, we kind of, like, t- delve into the idea of, like, running a baseball teams and dealing with, you know, you got to deal with your baseball and hockey, and then you got to go and transition into hockey. So it's a really good uh, talk, and go back and listen to it. Just... Go back and re-listen. You might pick up some new details that you missed last time. So, instead of talking about the past now, let's go ahead and talk about this week. Uh, I'll start off with the first topic. Uh, Huntsville, they did. They got a new on-ice sponsor. Uh, what was what was formerly uh, Pharmacy First Ice is now Rotorooter Ice. <laughs> yes, I wish I was joking about that. Um not super excited as a Huntsville fan because of the potential jokes that are going to be coming our way. Mark? I mean, I mean, Huntsville's already kind of a joke. Oh, ha, ha. But, but it'd be fair. Like, okay, Rotorooter does sponsor, like, a bit of Carver Arena ice as well, like, with the uh, neutral zone, and, like, neutral zone dots, which I think is, like, a little clever. Like, they formulate that into the logo and the uh, ice dots. It's like, okay, no, that kind of works. Kind of weird, but whatever. But Rotorooter Ice, man, you better hope the team isn't shit or else, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. at least you know who to call. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the jo- yeah, the jokes are already coming in already. Um, Look, it's only if you are shit. Yeah, you're, you're a real comedian tonight, aren't you? I Look, I'm just saying... If you are shit, I'm not saying you will be shit. Uh huh. That anyway. is a di- that is a difference. <sighs> I am glad though that um, we are having uh, some more. I would consider local uh, sponsorship in terms of this is a Roto Rooter franchise that is owned by uh, people from Huntsville. So 
I don't I don't even think we had a pharmacy first uh, location like in the city limits. So kind of going into a place where you're actually going to be affected and know the know the, the uh, symbol and the and kind of like the like the, the meaning behind this. It is nice. I do wish though that it wasn't Rotorooter sponsoring the ice because uh, as uh, as Mr. Comedian here, the new Johnny Carson uh, Mark uh, decided to say, uh, yeah, the, the, if the team has issues, uh, the jokes are going to just keep rolling in. Uh, so, <sighs> to be absolutely fair, it's Huntsville. I don't think they will have issues, but if they do have issues, well, there's only one thing to blame. <laughs> oh, I, I just here's the issue. I know, like you, all, you, Birmingham always has their like one big win in the VBC. They usually are terrible in it, but they're going to have that one big one, and you just know they're going to make the jokes. And I am not excited for the Birmingham fans to make those jokes. Oh, so. As, so Bulls playing at uh, BBC is like whenever the Quasi Storm played at the Pure Civic Center. Yeah, I guess you could say that, you know. Because that's about how often it is. And even if that, actually even if that, because I think they've only won like once. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, we can kind of talk about how Peoria has been, they had quite a few retirements kind of treated. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. Okay, yeah, but Peoria, they just came off a cup run. Quite a few members are retiring. One one really kind of surprised me and kind of worried me was Mike Lately. Like, I'm so glad that he has a family now. He's got he just had a kid, like, and he's got a new job and everything. But, man, like, he was so good. But I do hope he enjoys his new, like, his new life. Um, yeah. One that's particularly worrying, though, and there's no confirmation either way of – oh, he is playing, and oh, he's retiring, is Riverman defensive cornerstone Nick Neville, uh, there's no indication so far. It, we, it's not known whether he will continue playing or whether he's retiring still, and that's kind of uh, scary. Yeah, Because, I mean, like I said, he is a cornerstone. That man has put in serious service hours, and he's one of the league's top defensemen, and he's been with Riverman for years and years now. Yeah, I'll be straight up honest. Um, I think Peoria's defense is going to be taking a plunge, and I think it's going to be a steep dive compared to last year. I mean, that defense was somewhat the savior of that Peoria team last year, if you ask me. As oh, yeah, especially after we add, like, Lord Anthony Grissom, yeah. freaking madman that he is. Like, I don't know. I know why we got him, but, man, we did not deserve him, but I'm so glad we had him. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it just takes a few guys to – uh, kind of, you know, make a defense come together and gel well. I mean, if you have just one defensive pair, that can al- always help the other others. So, you know. And to be fair, if there's one thing I trust Trudell with, it's Gerald Manzian player scouting. Yeah, but the issue is, like, you're, you're kind of looking at, you're, you're bringing in new new faces and you're trying to mishmash that into a new system. I mean, so. I mean, look what happened last year. Like, all of last year was just like, Oh God! There's a lot of new faces around here. Like there were some returning faces, but okay, it's well, not well, much it's, different right, right. than what it is this year. Well, I mean, yeah, but let's be honest. Also, Peoria kind of lucked into the playoffs with how um, they had Roanoke as their final opponent, a team that well, I mean, that's called you guys decide to sit to bed instead of us this time. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, Roanoke got hot at the right time. You know, they 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 did lose the cup, but still, so right. And you know what? No, I'm not going to just give Roanoke the benefit of the doubt because, you know what? I'm going to bring up the past year, too. They beat us one time as, like, you know, 
and just like, okay, fuck it. Like, they, I'm not going to give them the benefit of that. I should see that as another demon exercise. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's still, that's just, that's kind of like their own. I mean, Brodoke's kind of had a weird history with the playoffs, so that kind of also helps with how everything's been with them. So, yeah. But, but yeah, no, like, and also, like, Cody Dion retired too, which I'm not surprised. I knew it was probably happening, but it's still kind of sad. I like them. I think a lot of, he, I know not a lot of fans of other teams like them, but, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, that means he does, did his job right. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he was a good – actually, no, no. He was a very excellent net front presence. If he got in front of your goaltender, oh, your goaltender is going to have a horrible time. Uh, but still, <clears throat> goon. So. But you know what, though? Like, what I just said right there, he did that job flawlessly, and that genuinely – was some of the best offense like he could have ever done for us because <laughs> doing that like led to a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Of course. Uh, it's just, it's uh wonderful. It's just, it, well, you I know think, what? Well, you know how, how I'll describe this. I think it's a mixture of bad timing for Peoria with the cup run and like, you know, just a lot of players want to retiring on a high note. And then, well, yeah. And that's why I'm surprised how Alec Hagman came back to be honest. I figured. I figured oh, he's retiring also. So if anything, it's not actually been as bad as off an off season as I thought it was because I thought we were losing him. Like, but nope, he's staying. Well, I which mean, is a, I mean, which does, is does, bad does, news for the rest of the league. <laughs> well, I mean, does the turtle like? I mean, is there a good chance you know a mid season retirement? Because, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think he. I think he. I think he will. I mean, he's absolutely just going to go out on his own terms unless something. Very unfortunate happens, which no one wants. I'm sure no one wants that. Um, but he, like, he loves this team. He loves pure hockey. Like, he helps Trudell. He's basically Trudell's right hand man. Like, even if he retires, he's not going to retire from the team. So you think probably even if let's say last minute retirement, can't just it, it's too much training. Can't it's just it's too much now. You, you think he'll probably become like an assistant coach or? Oh, absolutely! I think office. he's gonna be he's gonna be right there with Trudell. He's that's how he's been lately with uh, Pure Youth Hockey and the Pure Mustangs. That's and I don't see that any differently. Mm. All right. So uh, I guess you know we're talking about teams that are getting uh, kind of close as we're getting closer to the season. Yeah, um, Million County. Um, I know last year there was a lot of. Uh, Hubba Baloo about their ice, and of course that led to a uh, first game of the season, so first two games I should say, uh, being pushed. Uh, now, uh, they they did make a little post about this. Their ice is down. It is ready to go at this point. I I, I would say they probably already have practice on it. Um, I know that this doesn't seem like a big deal kind of thing. Oh, well, a team is placing ice down. Uh, what does that mean? Um, I know for people that are internal when it comes to the Bobcats team, it's a big deal when it terms of like, you know, kind of compared to last year. Yeah. Like, okay. So if you haven't been following stuff coming out of Vermillion County and just, you know, David S. Palmer arena, a lot of particular things have been going on. Uh, they just, they've been, there's been certain things going on where people are, Getting, are are getting uh, let go and retire or quitting or just outright being fired. Um, people on the arena management board uh, and 
from what I've understood, like it's caused a lot of issues behind the scenes for the Bobcats that like absolutely took a toll on the team as a whole. And I, and you know, I will partially attribute that to the reason they were so bad. Like, I don't think they were going to be great by any, like any good by that much, but like, I don't think they were that bad. I think there was other reasons going on. And I think that was one of those reasons. Oh yeah. I mean, look, like there was things with that arena that will one day come to light that my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would like, basically, I think I'm, I would like to personally wait a year. Uh, I think, I think if you allow kind of two, years I don't even know. Sit- I don't even know if it'll be that like short amount of time frame. It could be longer. I uh, no, no, I was going to say, if you allow two years to separate from the situation, I would love to seriously, if, 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 if you know, unless like the end of the world happens, I would love to have two, two minutes roughing still going. I would love to have like a two part episode going into like talking to multiple people about what was going on in that arena. Now that we know kind of the entire story, yeah. Because I was like, one, like I, I was one of the people who who was super hard on that team, but the you know, the, you know I wasn't much better, but I was still kind of giving them some benefit of the doubt. Well, I, I think we all, I think because of what happened with the with the Dashers, we were all kind of like we were all kind of kind of ganging up on the Bobcats at first because we kind of. We're taking everything out on them. Well, it was just kind of crazy. It was just like, oh, 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 this is happening. Okay. Like, that's how I reacted at first when I heard the news. Yeah, like, I mean, look. Bobcats were. Yeah, I mean, were just, look, the Bobcats were, not, were placed in a terrible situation from day one. Uh, technically, like, day 365 plus or maybe minus, if you count, like, the whole COVID vote that happened. Well, um, yeah, the whole thing. But honestly, that whole vote, like looking back on it, it's just even more baffling now, considering how things turned out for the team. Again, like I cannot go, like we cannot go into like further details and further like exactly what's been going on. But the whole situation, just looking back on it, it's just entirely baffling. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said, I would, I know we're teasing a lot, uh, and we're, I kind of hate that we're doing that because I'm trying to step away from that a little bit, but. Seriously, next year, I, I'm I probably I'll probably go like down and dirty on like the entire situation. I, I like I would I would try to bring in everybody that we can like kind of talk about the situation because it was bad. It like we we are talking about like legal issues, very bad. Um, everything that was going on, and it it, it it's kind of crazy enough for like its own like you could probably do a movie out of it and it would be like crazy. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, like it it was. It's insane, but that's why I'm kind of glad to see, like, okay, the ice is already down, and I think they're going to start kicking things into full gear now. They've been kind of quiet throughout the offseason for particular reasons, again, um, and I do think now they're going to start going into high gear and getting things done. I, You know, I, Matt was giving me a prediction, like, he was thinking, like, Probably double the wins, like close to, close to twenty wins. Mm, I, I won't say anything because we don't have a full team yet, so I, I'll kind of hold off. Well, yeah, but he think, but that's how confident he is that this team is going to be better, especially with all the distractions. Like a lot of them gone now. Oh yeah, they like, are just better in general. Yeah, I mean, so but, I, I like, well, like at first I was kind of like, eh, but honestly, thinking about it, I kind of agree with him. Like I could see like a Bobcat team that isn't like inhibited by a lot of outside factors to 
Yeah, like maybe probably not make the playoffs, but do a heck of a lot more of a serviceable job. Yeah, I mean, look, the history here's the problem. In recent history, an expansion team in their second year in the SPHL always goes into the playoffs. So I think this is probably going to be a 40-win team. I think I think they're going to use a lot of no, last year's problems. 40 win? Well, no. Oh, no, no, I should say 40 wins. I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, 20. Uh, did you make the playoffs 20? I mean, you know, I mean, Roanoke basically, I think they made like 23. Well, Ron- Roanoke just happened to like kind of luck into the playoffs. Um, I mean, but then look what happened. <laughs> yeah, still, but uh, let's let's put them around 6 or 7, so that's probably around 25 wins. I'll, I'll give this team 25 wins. So you're actually a bit more optimistic, though, than even Matt, though. So I, Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, the re- recent history has shown that second-year teams always go into the playoffs. They just happen to take the, that what they learned in the first season, even with how Vermilion County got really, really screwed um, with their first season. I think they could. I think they could use those lessons and go into uh, the playoffs. Am I saying they're going to win the cup? No, there's there's no chance. But I think they're a team that's going to be. I, I think they're going to be a little bit surprising for everybody. You know. Okay, but actually, you know, speaking of teams that should be surprising, actually going down to the Fed here. I actually kind of wanted to talk about this. I think Motor City is going to be a really good freaking wild card team. Oh, okay. I, you want to talk about that signing, huh? Look. Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you want to go and talk about Because I, I, I think both of us um, are a bit um, pessimistic about this person. Is that fair? Oh, wait, are, is he, okay, is that the person that we actually are both thinking of? Uh, does it start with a T? Okay, uh, and is it the last name beginning with an R? Um, uh, let me just, let me put this in the, th- the thing, side thing real quick, hang on. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, yeah. We're talking about. The same Wait. Thing. So is he actually like fully signed now? He put out an entire video saying he's fully signed. I haven't seen, but I haven't seen transactions though that says so. Like I know uh, he has. I, have, I, I know. I know. I know okay. okay. Let's just go and talk about. It. So yeah. Traff for Oilers is a YouTube vlogger. Um, he's very controversial, and in terms of the single-A hockey role because he is very interesting sometimes. I, I'm I'm trying to be very nice. I'm trying to be a little more giving than I am usually when talking about him because he's had some, I'll be honest in this part, attitude issues. Uh, he's been very um, cocky uh, in his skills, and he, he is very much kind of someone who has a little too much pride. So, like, I can understand a little cockiness, you know, like... Okay, try, a little like, cockiness is always good. The issue is, yeah, he, 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 it's, it's tenfold. He needs, to, he needs to tone it down, like, several notches. But, like, versus as a whole, I think could be a very... I think, you know, no, I'm going to make a really solid... I'm going to make a bold prediction here. As bold as their new jerseys. Uh, I think they are going to make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. I'll say. I'll, I mean, they're they're playing in the same division as Port Huron, Columbus, Carolina, and Biloxi. Yeah. So I mean, there's a chance. Um, I think I think they could actually make some noise. I think. Yeah. I think they're going to take down a big boy team. Mm, and maybe that, that, so that okay. I'll give I'll give you I'll give you a bold prediction. What, what do you think about this? 
I think Carolina is not going to be very good this year. You know what? I could see that. They seem to be kind of on the fritz, but I mean, it's also Carolina, so who freaking knows? Like, Carolina is not sold on. I feel like Carolina is finally reaching the point where Columbus is a really good draw now. Bilucky's brand new, and they're, they're apparently throwing out money for players. Uh, Motor City is a favorable location. Port Huron's always been a favorable location. I mean, plus you have all the New York teams in the Empire Division. Uh, just, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so are you saying that Carolina's going to be last in their division? I am. I wouldn't say last, but I don't think they're making the playoffs. I mean, after, I don't know how many teams make it in the playoffs, actually, with this new... Uh, if it's like last year, then I suspect it's going to be top t- uh, top team from the each division gets a bye, bottom you know two and three playoff, and then you you the top three. So basically the top three. Yeah, top three. Okay, I, I could see that maybe. I mean, I could, but here's the thing: there are they're not ten now. Maybe they expand the playoffs. No, they're not, they, they're smart. They do not take the SPHL's eight format. That that mm-hmm. eight eight is already very much too much in my opinion. If anything, the SPHL should revert to six. Um, I mean, so I of course you'd want to have it six, considering what happened last time. No, no, I'm not saying that just because of that. I am saying that there are some teams, and you know, I'll, I will say, okay, yeah, Roanoke probably didn't deserve, but there's, I mean, look, there's some teams that just absolutely do not deserve to be in the playoffs. I think we can both agree with that. I mean, Roanoke, Roanoke is was such a weird thing, like that. It was so. Yeah, I mean they got high, they got hot at the right moments. I mean that that's basically how they got in. But you know, I think I think re, I think taking it to six, uh, the SPHL is probably going to twelve next year, barring craziness. Um, half your teams going makes sense. You know, and actually going back to the Fed, there is one team that I think. Hmm. Oh, do I want to say this? Ah. Say it. Okay, you know what? No. You know what? Do we want to do like a quick, like, way too early cup prediction? Uh, sure. For, sure. For the SPHL and the Fed? It is right now the spur of the moment cup prediction for the Fed. So, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, so I'm guessing that it's going to be a Continental team versus an Empire team. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking BM to Mississippi. That's 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 not bad at all. That, that, I think I think it's I think I Mississippi unless something goes haywire, I think they're going to be a really solid team. Yeah, and no, given no, no. how I think, I think I, they're going to have a really good home ice advantage. No, hang on, hang on. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Scott mad with this. I think Mississippi is going to be the best team in all the Fed. Ooh, see, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I thought I I'm thinking Binghamton. Well, here's the issue, Mississippi. <clears throat> Let me just say that they have some casino money they're throwing around. Uh, oh, I, I, I know that. Yeah, they they are throwing some money that other Fed teams cannot, and yeah. it's just like oh. But you know what? That's the thing, though. Binghamton's division, I think, and this is where the division thing comes into play. Binghamton's division is worse. Oh yeah, I mean, Elmira yeah, and no, I don't see Elmira and division. Much. I mean, you're you're facing Watertown, Elmira. The only bad team I can think of is Delaware. But things I don't trust Elmira right now. Uh, that's just kind of your thing. I think I think there's going to be a team that misses the playoffs. Okay. And the Empire that's a whole. I know that's a whole other can of worms. But like, okay, so who's your cup prediction then? Like, who do you um, have in the bottom? Mississippi and Danbury. 
Oh, okay. So we're both going. We're both going Mississippi. Yeah. So you're going with Danbury instead of Binghamton. Yeah, okay. I, I, Binghamton's gonna be good, but I think Danbury. I they they feel like they're finally ramping up for like where they should be. They got Billy back. They got everyone that they need. So yeah. Okay. Let's let's switch gears to the Southern Pro. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be biased and take Huntsville, and I, I just Huntsville's gonna be good again. And they're always good. They got Tyler back. I mean, that's that's a point per game already. Um, who's another team I think is ready? Quad City. You know, I was you know I have Quad City as well, but not Huntsville, Knoxville. Dude, not no. I'm sorry. Brian Clark is a I, very good coach. I am very excited to see what he does in I'm, Knoxville. You, you know what though? I think ready. people are going. Okay, here's what I think is going to happen. People are going to think, oh, you know, they're just bringing Fed guys. These Fed guys, I know some of the ones they are bringing in. Yeah, I'm not discounting they, that. No, they no, are no, going no. To I'm make not saying that. No, no, Mark, Mark, Mark. I'm not saying that because this is the, he is not bringing in the nobodies from the Fed. He is bringing in, like, Yeah, that's, like actual, that's the thing, though. But yeah. no, but here's the thing, though. SP, okay, this is the thing. SP teams and some SP fans may not expect, you know, oh, Fed player isn't, you know, this goes okay, back yeah, to... Yeah, uh, yeah, if, if there are SP fans that are super ignorant at this point, who just, like, are unwilling, who have little brother syndrome about the Fed and how good the players are in it. What we're looking like, at right now is basically... But you know what? I no, think... no, 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 Mark, I'm trying to explain my point. Brent Clark has not experienced an SPHL playoffs. The Fed gets really loud in buildings, yeah. Watertown, I mean, not Watertown, but Columbus is pretty much the same level as SP. He has not dealt with Huntsville at his Huntsville most. Pelham is it's its own monster if the Bulls are finally going to be able to get together. I mean, Peoria, Quad City, uh, Pensacola also. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so we have our we have our two finals. Now choose a winner. Um, Huntsville. But okay. Hey, yeah, so yeah, oh, no, right, you said Knoxville. Yeah, okay, I thought, yeah. Yeah, so you so you're saying Huntsville's going to win the cup, and what about on the Fed? Uh, Fed, I'm sticking with Mississippi. So you okay? So you're saying Seabulls, Commissioners Cup champs. All right, for me. Now let me add these. I'm, this I'm, is right well, now I'm, like our spur of the moment. Picks. Yeah, like, like yeah, like, like I said, this is also the too, season, like, also too early. Like I'm also playing this out as like a this is the too early prediction. I've been actually kind of wanting to do this for a little while, as like. I want to do this now because it's about preseason time, so it's like okay, you know. I mean, yeah, we're we, uh, first games are literally a month away when it comes to preseason in the Fed. So that's why I kind of like okay, you know what? This would be a good time to do a like too early. For me, I'm I'm thinking there's going to be some glory in Binghamton. Uh, which fun fact? Which fun fact? They've despite the fact that they've had hockey for like a longer streak than Peoria. They only have one cup. Is that ECHL? Uh, AHL. Uh, the BMW Senators back about a decade ago. Wow. A little over a decade ago. I remember. I actually remember that because I remember we were in that league at that time. Oh, yeah. was that like maybe final year of AHL Rivs? No, no, no. This is, a couple, this is a few years before that. Oh, okay. But no, that was a good team. Like, that was a Senators team that was – that kind of – I think kind of – uh, foreshadowed uh, the Ottawa Senators kind of making some noise. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would have lined up. Was Carlson a part of that? I, I, oh, I don't know if he was. I think there were some, like, players on that Ottawa, like, being the Senators team that were on those good Ottawa Senator teams, though. Yeah, all right. Like, there was definitely some. So, but anyway, yeah, I think to be at the Black Bears, 
are going to be Commissioner's Cup champs, at least at this point in time. In the SP, I have my finals of Knoxville and Quad City. I think the I think the President's Cup is staying in Illinois. I think Quad City. I think oh, it's their oh, time. I'm going to send this to Brian. He's going to hate me. He's going to love you this time. <laughs> oh, man. I Because here's the thing. I think Quad City is... Uh, God, Quad City... I genuinely got I no if Quasi would have gone past us this past season they would have won. Oh, yeah, that's how Qu- close Qu- got. was like hot, hot, hot in the playoffs. They just yeah, got that's the thing. The, the only seven. reason, like, it took us everything to beat them, to to take them in three. Like, they genuinely almost got us, and if they would have got us, they would have won the cup. No, no doubt in my mind. So I. I think this is the year to get it done. I think there's going to be there's a storm brewing, and it's coming in the form of a Quad City championship. Yeah, uh, I, I I think we both agree though. Quad City is a team that they're the, they're probably the one to beat, and I think Huntsville's going to beat them. But you never know. You just never know with the SPHL. All right. Yeah, and we're saying this, so it could be freaking Evansville. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, speaking of Evansville, God, that logo. I still hate that new logo. Uh. I, I, I have grown. I have basically grown a- apathy to that thing. I, oh, I miss the old one. I, I miss the old one though. It's sad when you miss the old one because the old one wasn't like the greatest, but it wasn't bad. It was just like this one's just like why? Yeah, there there was no real need to change it. Still, in my opinion. So. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I think that's about it. Unless you have one more thing. Uh, let's see. Well, you know, how about this? For the people who are listening to this podcast, uh, in any sort of replies, comments, or our phone hot, our phone line, give us your predictions. Give us your similar too right, too let me, early. Let me grab that phone line real quick. Then I I kind of forgot the phone line existed. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so all right. So but yeah, we we post this podcast on. Like Fridays, at, Fridays and... at seven p.m. Eastern. Wait, seven p.m. seven p. Uh, seven a.m. Eastern. I should say. Sorry. Yep. And we post this on Facebook, Twitter, and other places as well. And if you were listening to this and you, I want you to share your two early cup predictions because I feel pretty confident in mine. But I say this, and like I said, hockey, my pro hockey is a is a chaos, chaos burdened world. And it's probably going to be thrown out the window within like a month. Yes. So let me, let me let's go and refine this. This has to be your FPHL Cup predictions. This has to be your SPHL Cup predictions. Let's let's, let's make it wild. Um, what what should what should we do if for our lucky if someone's close enough? Hmm. What do you, you, you know? If someone actually predicts like. If someone actually predicts it, like, oh god, we'll we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Okay, yeah, we'll figure out we'll figure out a little thing. But call 205-928-3041. Give us your FPHL and your SPHL finals predictions. Again, mine is for the FPHL Mississippi versus um what who Danbury. And then um I have Huntsville versus Quad Cities and then Mark uh, Quad Cities versus Knoxville, Knoxville, and then Mississippi versus Binghamton. I'm, it's amazing how we both have like a common, per, a common team. Like well, I, there is certain teams that that I feel like okay, you know, I think they're gonna 
be like we're saying Mississippi, but you know Columbus is going to be breathing down their necks. And oh, I, yeah, I here's the problem. I think I think Mississippi is just going to edge out, just edge out Columbus. It, it's going to be so close. I really well, okay. We both probably agree with this. Pray for a playoff series between those two teams. Oh, the, I think we're going to get one. Oh my god! Like oh oh I. You know, I I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen, but at the same time, I feel like it could happen. There could be fights in the stands. Yeah, with Columbus and Biloxi. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I'm so, very excited for. The, and meanwhile, there's this yeah. Baton Rouge over here sitting in the corner, like hey, I'm about to die. Yeah. Oh, oh, Louisiana fans! I just thought about that as they get the team. Oh. Yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna turn into a bloodbath. Oh, that's gonna be like old school ECHL moment. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all oh, right, yeah. all right. Well, one more time, give us your Fed and your SPHL predictions. You can put it in the comments uh, wherever you find this, or give us a call and let us know. We can we just let us call us. Let let you know. Tell us exactly what you want to what you want to he- hear yourself on the show. Say it two zero five nine two eight three zero four one. Again. Fed predictions and SP predictions for the finals. All right. I think that's just about it for the show. Mark, unless you, uh, any final little thoughts? Stay hydrated. That's a very good tip. Uh, be sure to do drink your daily amount of water that you need to drink. Uh, you don't want to die out there. All right. I have been the Meyer League Rando. You can find me on 12 on Sports at Monday nights. Uh, good old fashioned 8.30 p.m. Eastern as always. With talking Myers with the Rando and Mark, where can they find you? And you can find me at Prospector Hockey at, on Twitter, which is Prospector HCKY. And you can also find me on the Prospector Blogger, which I've been actually doing a few more things on there. My most recent article being about you know that time the Fed placed a team on a baseball stadium. Okay, no, no I want to talk about this actually real quick. I think you could still do that. It would have to be the right. Oh, conditions. I already did. No, it would have to be the right conditions. It would have to be the right everything. But I think you could have a season played at a baseball stadium. Well, the thing is they made, like, Williamsport actually, like, played, I think they played all their home games. They didn't play their road games, and that's what, like, got the team eliminated. Okay, no, I I thought it was like they still had home games, but they didn't finish. No, they didn't want to play their road games is what it was, which is weird. Oh, huh. I'm guessing they didn't have the money, and they didn't want to travel? Yeah, that's a strange thing still. Hey, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's why you. That's but I like to talk about that kind of weird stuff. So check out my blogger because I like to write silly articles like that and talk about the fascinating history of micro hockey. Yes, uh, it's it's such a strange world out there, and we get to talk about it every single week. All right, guys, uh, we do have an interesting interview next week. Uh, there was some rescheduling, so this was supposed to be a bit of a longer episode, but stay tuned for next week. I think it's gonna be a really interesting episode once again. But until then, stay safe, have a good weekend, drink your water, and have a good night. Later.